Welcome in, you are listening to another episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz's Money Mail every Friday 9am. Today a little bit different for the first time, we're going to be streaming, going to be live in the studio. got a very special guest to break the virginity of going live on Facebook as well. Mikey Smith, good to have you in the building mate. Thank you very much for having me, what a bloody beautiful song to come into. Mate, we are, we are pumped up, uh, we're going to talk about a number of things tonight. But firstly, what we do need to do is get through the regular money mail for the listeners out there. Now, I had actually um, written something else for the money mail listeners, but uh, as I just, yeah, yeah, get that a bit closer to the mouth, mate, you're all right, there you go. Um, But then someone messaged me after the OCR went up during the week and they said, could you please explain what this means? And I was like, oh shit, I was just winding down for my Wednesday night and I sat down and was like, okay, I'll start writing about it. And then uh, punched it up Friday morning and I noticed that you uh, you put something up as well. So I'll, I'll uh, read out my back to basics sort of explanation here and you can chime in throughout as well. But uh, the, the title for this week was OCR Up, Up and Raging. This week the Reserve Bank raised the official cash rate by 0.5% to 2%. This is now a six year high for the OCR. We've been over some of this before, so a summary of the basics really quickly for you. The OCR is the official cash rate. The Reserve Bank is a central bank, or the Reserve Bank is there to protect the value of money, keep the system running, keep prices stable, and ensure money is flowing through the economy, and ensure that we've got maximum possible inflation, I think is one of their targets too. (laughs) Inflation is prices going up, and inflation is currently sitting at a rate of 6.9%. And the big dog, the governor, they call him, of the Reserve Bank is Adrian Orr. And the inflation target for people to remember is between 1% to 3%. Now, the theory is that the Reserve Bank raised the OCR, which effectively sees mortgage rates and saving rates increase. This means more money for those who are saving as they get paid more interest income and less money for those with mortgages as they have to pay more in interest rates. So obviously, if you've got some cash, they want you to save it, then you're not going to be spending it. You're going to earn some interest on that as well. You'll pay tax on that. Uh, And if you've got a mortgage, then you're going to pay a higher interest rate. Now, the thinking being that the more people have to spend on mortgage interest, they'll have less disposable income to spend on lattes and fireworks. Honestly, you just can't know what people do with their spare time these days, Mikey. Now, Adrian, the governor of the Reserve Bank, is basically like, you Kiwis need to tone it down and spend less because we need to get this inflation under control. Adrian is worried that inflation could stick around and you'll ask for more wages, and we've been talking about this for 18 months now, suggesting that you ask uh, ahead of time. And then the places you work for will raise their prices and the places you spend your money will have to raise their prices too. Then you're going to end up asking for more wages again. It goes round and around in a vicious cycle and Adrian doesn't want this cycle to repeat as inflation sticks around. And we start to worry that, okay, inflation's going to be here for a long time and we start to make decisions based on that. Now as the OCR goes up, mortgage interest rates will too. The test rates rise too, and this is the rate which the banks are assessing you on when deciding on lending you money, i.e. could you could your budget handle a 7% interest rate, for instance. Now this slows down lending because as rates rise, fewer people can afford debt. Now for the scary bit. 
This week, Adrian and his team were a bit like The Rock, laying the smack down on us Kiwis to cut spending, and they basically said they would continue to raise the OCR. These are their words. The committee agreed to continue to lift the OCR at pace to a level that will confidently bring consumer price inflation to within the target range. I think there's some key words in there, Mikey. Consumer price inflation, which we can touch on at the end. Now, remember that the target range is 1% to 3%. This is believed to be healthy inflation. Given that it is currently at 6.9%, we've got a bit of work to do to get there, don't we? Then this gets confusing because last week, the Minister of Debt, Grant Robertson, released the budget and he and others were telling everyone that inflation is a global problem and due to overseas factors. So that's where it gets a bit confusing. How can raising the interest rates here control those global factors? Now, you and I don't have enough time to unpack that today, but I will write about that for you in a couple of weeks and tell you a story about a couple of blokes who walk into a bar. No, it's not a joke, and Mikey's already read that one, so uh, we'll see how that goes in a couple of weeks. Now, this week's forecast from the Reserve Bank in New Zealand gave us a heads up on further 50 basis points increases this year and a hint that they will take the OCR towards 3.5% by the end of this year and 4% by the end of 2024. This would signal that people really need to be ready for 6 to 7% interest rates on their own mortgages. Not good news for recent homeowners who bought in the height of the market or those with a stack of debt. The Reserve Bank do think Kiwis are well-placed to weather the storm. But if you're anything like me, you're questioning whether paying 52 bucks for a fresh fade this week was a smart idea. Thoughts, mate? Worth it? You're looking good, buddy. Thanks, mate. I couldn't believe it. $52. That's three hours after tax for someone on minimum wage to get Did a you haircut. Pay $52 for a haircut? Yeah. I took a $50 note. And I said, oh, surely that'll cover it. Oh, and he said, he's like, oh, have you got another $2? And I said, mate, I'm not tipping you. And he goes, no, that, it's $52. I thought, fuck, <laughs> what am I doing here? So, like, even I was like, man, this is sort of getting out of hand. You've got to come out west, mate. They're about 25 still. Brilliant. Okay, off I go. <laughs> so we'll all be watching our pennies a bit closer over the next little while, perhaps right into 2023. Now, thinking back to last week's budget, where those who earn under $70,000 will be receiving 350 bucks from August onwards, well, if they have a mortgage, that $350 is probably going to straight to the bank as 50 cent would say, because interest payments are going to increase. Now, when writing this, this was 24 hours before, no, after the announcement, sorry, none of the main banks had raised their interest rates that you and I would pay if we had a mortgage. This suggests that they had already factored these prices, had these prices factored into their interest rates. Surely, and we'll get Mikey to explain that at the end, surely there will be some movement next week. Now, since this uh, there has Kiwi Bank, I think, have increased their rates, their floating interest rate, by half a percent. But Mikey would have more insight on that, so we'll get to that later. Now, the Reserve Bank forecasted inflation will get back to its target zone around the end of 2023, so that's around 1% to 3%. Then they might be able to start exploring OCR cuts again, which may see interest rates decrease. We've said it before, their predictions haven't been the best, so you just don't know. This is a crazy time to be alive and you can't predict what could happen. I think ANZ have already called them out and said they don't think they'll be able to continue to keep increasing the OCR. Uh, what does look pretty certain is that we are not close to the end of OCR increases and therefore rising mortgage rates. This will naturally keep property prices flattening and, if not, decreasing. Adrian was pretty clear that 2% interest rates were a one-off period of history and not the norm and also said that people shouldn't always expect house prices to rise, but that's unpopular chat in Kiwi circles. Remember recently that you read here that one in two mortgages are still on old cheap rates and will be coming off refixing this year where they will have to lock in a new rate and that's going to be more expensive. This has a huge impact on household disposable income and tough choices have to be made, i.e. do I go and get a $52 fresh fade or do I pay ASB back the interest that I now owe them? 
I had a client mention this week that their 24-month fixed mortgage was about to finish, and that rate was 2.69%, and it was now going to be 5.5% when they refix it. So really, a 100% increase in their cost of interest, effectively. Now, sometimes with interest rates, we don't want to play the game of the best rate. That's what most people want. They want the best rate, right? And Mike, you'll be able to fill us in about that. Uh, but probably what we want to be thinking about is certainty so that we know exactly what we're going to be paying and for how long. Then we can budget for that. Hopefully you're getting the hang of this OCR thing now. Perhaps we can explore it when they raise again in July. We also get some new inflation numbers in July too. I could be completely wrong, but my hunch is that the Reserve Bank crew are raising interest rates quickly so that if we get into a global recession or even a New Zealand recession, they can decrease the rates again and actually have some wriggle room. They'll be able to say, look, it's all good and well, we can cut the OCR and you're going to get some uh, relief at the mortgage, at your mortgage payment and interest payment because we're going to bring interest rates down. I could be wrong, could be spot on, I guess we'll find out later this year. Now I did tell you to buckle up at the start of this year, because, and I hope you did, because we we're only heading into June. Now remember the end of the month signal is a great reminder to review your cash incoming and outgoing for next month as well as work through your financial position. If you have a mortgage with a rate change coming up, you really need to be budgeting for the impact that this is going to have on your outgoings. If you don't have the Keep the Change template, sing out or hit this link below. You want to start working through the financial position and the cash flow forecast. Have a wicked weekend. You are part of 5,700 recipients of this every Friday. Is there someone you can forward this to? Did you know this week an amazing reader reached out and offered to cover two months of advertising for Keep the Change and they wired me 1,500 bucks. How good is that? You could be reading this due to the generosity of others. People care about other people's learning in this country. It's great to see. That's why we're here in under 10 minutes, mate. What did you think of my summary of the OCR? Boom. Can I take a breath? It's good. Yeah, it's a good summary of what it is and how it works. Um, I think everyone should have a a grasp of what it means. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's important, right? Because it's going to be, it's going to continue to be something that uh, is talked about massively in the media. And if one in two people have still got to change their interest rate, then that's a lot of people that need to start thinking about what that cost is going to be for them. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to achieve. I think later this year. The, there's going to be more rises as well yeah. because inflation hasn't gone away. And I think, I mean, all of these numbers are laggy. So, like, we were talking about inflation probably the end of 2020. We were, it was personally. October, yeah. Yeah. I had and a look. We, we started being pretty loud about it on live on Facebook and shit at, like, yeah. early 21. And now the numbers are coming out, you know? Well, I thought what was funny is that I saw the media commenting or commentating about this last rise saying that the Reserve Bank have gone hard and gone early. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, well, how are we yarning about this in October and then uh, October 2020 uh, and then early 2021? But yeah. So I guess how come interest rates didn't move at banks uh, after the Reserve Bank raised it? So could you explain how it's not just the interest rates that the banks sell us as an individual aren't just what the governor, Adrian Orr, is uh, doing with, yeah. the, with the OCR. So the, the banks are still a business, right? So there's two parts to that. They can, they can be doing what's called pricing it in, in advance, and that's when there's a really strong general market consensus that there is a half a percent OCR rise coming. So they start trickling in their rate rises earlier, yeah. and then when they get there, on the other side, it makes them look like the good guys for not jacking them up. You know, once, gotcha. the, once the rate rise comes. Um, the other part is, is they're still in competition with other banks. And if one major bank, like we might see in a week or two, one major bank might rise 
uh, raise their rates and then you'll see everyone else follow. Yeah, I see. Um, grab a little bit of market share because, you know, it's great for my job when I see one bank raise rates and another bank not do it because I get to move people's mortgages around and get them to the to the better rate, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's two parts to it. But basically pricing in is a big one on this one. Like it was a, a pretty general consensus across the board in the financial markets that this was coming because of the inflation numbers. Yeah. And so what about where they can get access to cash? They're not just getting cash from the Reserve Bank as such. They're getting it internationally too. So they're... Yeah, it can get pretty complex about how all that works and yeah. wholesale swap rates and... Oh, so those are going to impact the rate that's too. Boring, yeah. yeah okay, uh, uh, it's complicated, to... but like if we keep it at OCR level, basically if the OCR goes up, you should expect your mortgage rate to go up. Yeah, and are you getting much inquiry from people saying like, "Hey, I'm seeing this in the media. My boss told me this. My mate told me this. I read about the OCR and keep the change or something." And yeah. saying like, "What do I do?" Yeah, yeah, massively. Heaps. Like, I probably am having at least two phone calls and one or two emails a day. Wow. About it. Yeah. And so do they get it when you explain it? Um, well, we keep it pretty simple. Yeah. So, like, no one wants to know about macroeconomics. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that interested. They just want to know really what their repayment is. And it really comes back to being, um, why do you feel this way right now? And it's because yeah. you're, you're feeling like this is going to cost a shit ton of money mm. and you're insecure about it. You don't like it. Yeah. So we've got to fix that problem. And that comes down to making sure that you're, your loan structure and the rate you choose is right. And if the general consensus is that they're going to go up another 1%, um, if they're wrong and it goes up half a percent, and if they're also wrong and it goes up 2%, like, where do you want to be? Yeah. Um, so we just talk to people about that and just sort it out. And I suppose people are thinking about fixing for 12 months, for two years, for five years. Is there a three-year? There must be a three-year in there yeah, as well. Yeah, one, one to five across the board. Yeah. Um, Generally, when I'm talking to people, I, th- I sort of think that five years is a long time. Yeah. And I feel like... Well, look at the last five years. Yeah, like, that's why. How much can happen? Um, one year's a gamble. Yeah. Like, if you're like me, this is not advice. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'll, I'll, I'll look at the economic environment and then the numbers that I know and look at and I'll gamble sometimes and take a punt on something. But I also don't mind if I get it wrong. Some yeah. people, that causes sleepless nights. Yeah. So you've got to balance out like how you'll feel and make sure that you can have a good night's sleep not worrying about it because yep. it's a big part of someone's paycheck sometimes and get that correct. But yeah, it's about I think loan I think loan structure and choosing rates we've been in a pretty historical trend of them of them grinding down slowly and we've been able to get away with being a little bit wrong and gambling a bit and it's become normal almost to gamble and be like, I'll take the cheap one. Yeah. And then, you know, like over the last, the, the three or four years before COVID, it was it was flat and going Decreasing. down. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you might have taken a one-year rate and then at like 4% at one point and then the next year it might have been 4.1. Yeah. As a, as a rise. And then the next year it might have been 3.5. So no one really felt any pain. And yep. these big moves recently down felt great and caused all this crazy shitstorm that we've got now yeah. and now up is hurting. So what about the people that went and brought a new build, for instance, but it hasn't been finished yet, so they don't actually have the debt yet. So they're, if that's dragged on, they've look, gone from probably thinking I'll be paying 2 3% interest to now going like, shit, I could be five paying 5 or 6 Is yep. that happening? Yep. Yeah. Yep, for sure. I mean, there's some banks out there that are still offering 
like special interest rates on new builds in particular, but definitely happening. Um, there's a little bit of a prize there, like you probably paid six fifty and it's worth eight fifty. So gotcha. Yeah, there's probably a little bit that you're not as upset about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're definitely in that position. Like we've done. Oh, I'd hate to think how many loans that are just live right now, waiting for the properties to be built. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when we started talking about it, even talking about the five year rates of like three point five percent. Yeah. And we can't like the one year rates four point five percent. And people won't be able to get those now, right? Because it's no, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like a five year rate is is mid sixes now. So when do they draw that loan down? Like what day is that? Is that settlement? Day. Move What's that day. move moving yeah. day? Yeah. Okay. Settlement. When they actually yeah. so when you yeah. get the keys. Yeah. Yeah. And so this comment from the Reserve Bank, the committee agreed to continue to lift the OCR at pace to a level that will confidently bring consumer price inflation to within the target range. Do you reckon, like, is that, am I reading too much into this, but I'd say that consumer price inflation, do you reckon they're going to end up, like, splitting out inflation and be like, oh, that's the consumer bit that we can kind of control, and that's Kiwis buying stuff, and then that's, like, the stuff we can't control with, fuel prices coming internationally and all this kind of shit and be like, oh, well, yeah. that's, you know, because if you look at housing inflation, for instance, that was 40% at, at one stage with house prices going up, even 30%, 20 now it's yeah, kind of going some backwards. things have had hyperinflation. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, like hyperinflation is 50% a month or whatever, I don't know what the numbers are. I've yeah. seen some of that shit, eh? Yeah, so I wonder um, if, if they're like almost going to be able to back out of this at some stage and go, well, consumer inflation we've brought under control, it's between 1 and 3, but then this type of inflation, ah, you know, that's 16%, but we're not too worried about that because yeah, it's too hard to sort out. Yeah. I. Oh, man, I had inflation so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they can start moving narratives around and things as much as they want. Um, they they don't. They use CPI and they are public about it and CPI is the basket of goods that they choose to base off that from the year before Yeah. and they check it and they check the numbers this year versus last year and that's how they work it out and it's been generally pretty consistent. Some of the stuff that's in there and that's not in there is questionable in my mind. Like, I don't know how housing's not in there but mm. it's how money's made in New Zealand so never mind. But, um, they have other things too called core inflation and they work on that and that's they they in CPI and core inflation they can remove energy and things like that and work out what it takes to actually live and yeah there's all sorts of things they can do but basically they they know that it's it's way above it's double what they need to be at, at the mm. moment and they've got to work on getting it back down so they're going to jack up rates make money more expensive because every dollar that you hold is debt yeah. Even if you, you think you've earned it but and you've gone to work and you've earned your dollar, but it's come from debt. It's created money. There's no such thing as like money just didn't appear. Yeah. It's a, it's Someone had to it's, create it's it. Create it from somewhere. Yeah. And if they make that more expensive, then there'll be less money and it'll come back down. Gotcha. That's a good way to explain it. Um, and then you're talking about like lagging before, so even I think on the Reserve Bank website, it talks about how these changes can take 18 months to actually see in the data. So we might take 18 months to actually see inflation come back down. I suppose that's probably what's going to happen when they've released the next inflation figures. Are people going to think, well, didn't you just raise the OCR? Shouldn't inflation already be decreasing? But it could be the same, and we might not see change for a long time. I reckon the next one's going to be higher than the previous one. 6.9, so we could be into the sevens. Yeah. 
I think so. Well, judging by the cost of this fucking haircut, mate, you might be right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I've seen. I feel like I'm seeing more or noticing more higher prices now than before. Yeah. Which, so like 2020, 2021, I was like, we got a problem. This is yeah. coming. Then, I guess, end of 2021, I started seeing it in general prices. I've obviously already seen like car prices and house prices go stupid. Mm. Um, and then I started seeing it in coffee and all that kind of shit. Um, yeah. And now I'm seeing it in everything. And I think just even in the last month or two, I've seen it in more and more stuff. I think people are being told. Yes. Inflation's here. Yeah. Even without understanding what it means, it's like, oh, I've got to raise our, pr- raise our prices. Yeah. Well, and that's going to make the number worse um, initially, even though money's more expensive now. So that's where the lag is. I was going to go get some brunch this morning, and even I thought, you know what, I'm going for brunch tomorrow. Like, I don't really need to go today. Just uh, whack that in the toaster and bang a bit of avocado on it. You know, there's something in the fridge already, yeah. but I was just lazy. But I'm like, well, actually. Yeah. But probably a year ago, I'd have been like, ah, stuff it. Because I had this massive kind of, I've got to support businesses coming back from COVID and stuff. Yeah. And now I'm sort of like, oh, well, I've done my bit. But then I'm torn in between, okay, well, I make a good income and I want to be able to help. But at the same time, like, I'm just... It's almost taking the piss a little bit what I'm having to pay for some of the things. And I'm like, yeah, I probably don't need to do it both days of the weekend. Yeah, except these prices are never coming down. No, I know. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so, get used to it. <laughs> How often do you see uh, prices go the other way? Someone's asked, uh, other than government raising the OCR, what other tools do you think they will use to decrease inflation? Uh, well, the, the government can do plenty of things, but they don't. Cap, they could cap rental prices, for instance, like all sorts of things, right? Put uh, price freezes on different products that we all need. Yeah. Okay. You're never going to see a government try and deflate an economy. Yeah. Because it, it's they won't get back into power. Um, if you tell every person in New Zealand that you know you've got a, there's no more free market in something, it's price fixing. Mm. It's it's party's over. You you won't get voted in again. Um, it's the same reason why we don't have a capital gains tax because they're too pussy to pull the trigger. Yeah, gee, hindsight, we probably <laughs> needed it. So I guess they're probably not going to be able to directly do it, but they're going to have to do things that make it look like they're trying to help, so i.e. the 350 bucks the other day and cutting the fuel price and free or half price public transport and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so like giving 2 million people in New Zealand $350 is the opposite of fixing inflation. Yeah, yeah speeding it up. <clears throat> So inflation is basically more money chasing after the same goods. So if, if you've got $100 across all of New Zealand and everyone wants to fill up their car or, or what's a good example, go and buy fruit and veggies from the supermarket, you're going in your broccoli, your $5 one day, you go on the next day, but everyone's been given another $350, um, people are going to try and stock up on broccoli. Yeah. And then the, the broccoli will run out, and they're like, we don't want to run out of broccoli, so we'll just charge more for it. And that's what inflation is. So, like, giving everyone $350 is stupid as shit. Yeah. For, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. for fixing inflation. Yeah. So, if we've got a, if we've got a um, what are they calling it? A cost of living crisis. That's what the thing is at the moment. Eh? Yeah. So, we've got a cost of living crisis, which is fancy terminology that National started to try and have a crack at labour, and... Basically, it's just a fancy 
bit of lingo for inflation yeah. because yeah. we printed a shit ton of money. We did heaps of wage subsidy. We did COVID resurgence payment and a lot of it got taken by probably, I think, places that didn't need it. Mm. Um, and maybe some needed, maybe a lot of people needed it, but also probably could have got by with struggle without it and not put the pressure on the goods and services in yeah. terms of inflation. And now giving more people to fix that problem is not the answer, in my yeah. eyes. Well, we tried it, didn't we? I think you raise a good point there. Like, I think a lot of people took it because they thought it was going to be really bad, but then they actually bounced back, bounced back quite well. I did that. Yeah. And I initially took the very first one. I was like, holy fuck, the this, world's going to end. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was shitting my pants. I was like, holy shit. If you, Because sh- I know about the debt in the world and how that all works. And I was like, if you turn off productivity... Yeah, we're in big trouble. Huge trouble. Yeah. I, I remember I, I remember recording a video. I went for a run during one of the lockdowns and I said, there's trouble brewing and I just feel like people can't see it. And I said, I was worried because, geez, someone's messaging me. Um, I said... You know, I can see, look look across the road, I could see uh, hairdressers. And I'm like, it's not open, but those staff are being paid. So they've still got money to buy the same goods. Inflation. Yeah, as they do if they were working, but they're not producing anything or doing anything, but they're just sitting at home or like whatever they're doing, and it's not their fault. But like, I don't feel like people could see that. Like, this is not going to play out well when they've still got purchasing power that's not real, it's been created. No one can, but. Do you think um, if if we shut down the economy and went into lockdown and didn't pay those people, that labour would have got back in? Shit, no. No. Yeah. So it's you gotta, all about incentives. You've got to do what you've got to do. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been another week of Keep the Change. Thanks for joining me, mate. I've only ever had one guest on the old show for, uh, for the old uh, weekly... Keep the change, and that was Taz, and uh, she's never she's never come back. I don't know if she's not been invited back or wasn't keen. Hopefully, but that's not a trend. I'll try to come back. <laughs> eh? <laughs> no, we'll get you back, mate. We'll get you back. We'll see it out with a bit more uh, ACDC Woo! and test the copyright there, and then we'll be back into it as well. With another couple of episodes. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you to that generous reader who donated to keep the change as well. That helps us get this in front and of more 5, people. Five thousand seven hundred now. Not bad, eh? Mate, that's awesome. Plus the podcast. Yeah. We're growing. We're slowly oh, getting there. I need to probably get someone in here a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of hours a week to do some uh, TikTok or something. I started a TikTok. Oh, yeah? But I've just been lazy and I just, uh, I just like, man, another social media platform I've got to try and clock. You're already famous on most of them. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Huge call. With that, let's get out of here. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. <laughs>